to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pacho. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And i got to tell you, I am your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Thank you so much for joining us here today. i got to tell you, this is so exciting. First of all, let me thank every single one of you that have been tuning us in and turning us on. I want to thank you for nominating us for the Best of the Northwest. And I literally cried when I read your comments, uh, read what you said about the show, uh, read about how you're listening from different parts of the country and around the world, and I have to tell you that you are the best. Um, I've said from day one, it's because of all of you that listen and tune us in and turn us on that we keep doing what we're doing. And it is about doing good work. It is about being able to get up each day and love what you do and know that you're making a difference. And I want to thank you all for giving us the feedback you give us. Absolutely, totally jazzed about all we're creating for you as loyal listeners. Today's show is a perfect example. I get to talk with Jeff Klein. Now, Jeff is someone that you're going to want to know lots about. He is the author of Working for Good, Making a Difference While Making a Living. And we're going to be talking about what working for good is all about. But let me just tell you a little bit about Jeff so you get an idea. He is CEO of Cause Alliance Marketing. He designs and facilitates collaborative cause-related marketing programs. We're going to probably want to talk with him uh, after the show today. And, you know, he's president of the Conscious Capitalism Alliance and Conscious Capitalism Inc. Um, you'll hear about the world of nonprofit, but you'll hear about what it means to be a visionary, a driving force behind so many other companies, organizations that want to do good work. You know, he wrote his book, Working for Good, Making a Difference While Making a Living, to support conscious entrepreneurs, leaders, entrepreneurs, all of you listening to the show, because that's who you are. Today we get to have a conversation with Jeff about what working for good really means, what it is and what it isn't. And I want to make sure you know you can go to the website, and I'm going to give you that information, and you'll be able to download for free an incredible ebook, 26 Principles of Working for Good. And we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us here today. This is such a big conversation. <laughs> Dr. Pat, thank you so much. I'm, I'm inspired just listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you, I am actually at the Green Festival. Yesterday was the last day of it. I'm at the Green Festival in Washington, D.C. And it's really interesting that I get to talk with you about working for good, coming off of an incredible show with so many innovations, people that are doing absolutely incredible work, a company like Airquois USA that's created technology to convert air to water efficiently. Can you imagine this, Jeff? Well, I can. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm blessed to, uh, to work with just countless entrepreneurs who are focusing on the greater good and addressing social and environmental problems. And I, I know the power of entrepreneurship and the power of human creativity and really have great faith in it. So, yes, I can believe it. And, and that said, I, too, my jaw drops every day when I hear about some other people who are doing some other incredible thing. I love it. You and I get to be sort of in conversation with a lot of folks. But let's talk about you and let's talk about your journey. Um, how does one get to be Jeff Klein, the author of Working for Good? But more importantly, how does one get to be you taking the direction you've taken to do the work you're doing, to talk about conscious capitalism? Um, you know, how is it that you got on the path you're on? 
Well, th- th- thank you for the question, Pat. And the first thing I'd like to say is that everybody has their own journey, right? So my journey is mine, and everyone, you know, can end up in a similar place following their own, you know, inner voice and, and the, the, you know, path before them. But for me, in some respects, I had no choice. And uh, there's a French philosopher named Dane Rudyard who, who, who once said, the, tr- the truly free man has no choice. He simply does what must be done. And in a certain respect, I've had this sense of this is what I have to do and just had to figure out how to do it. So uh, working for the greater good and also focusing on how I can work together with other people and how I can bring myself to work in a way that really in itself creates a greater good has been really my focus and my passion for 30 years. So that's a... You know, maybe a cop-out answer, but it's true. And, <laughs> and the other, you know, I, I really love the way you opened the show where you talk about, you know, waking up every day and being passionate what you do and that you really cannot fail. And I think those are two really important things is that I've always followed this inner voice that says, you know, this is what turns you on. This is what brings you alive. Go for it. And even if in the short term it may have seemed like I was failing or and to myself or to others, it just had the sense that as long as you get up and keep going, you never fail. And looking back, you know, now over 30 years, I can say every time that I stumbled or tripped or fell, it was just an opportunity to get up and learn some lessons and move on. Um, it was never a failure, especially, you know, looking at where I am and feeling how I feel now. Well, this is really where we get to you know, wake up each day and expect the juiciness to show up in our lives. You know what I'm saying? Here, <laughs> here, absolutely. I know, I know. It hasn't always been like that, but now what you're doing is what we call on this show. You're paying it forward. You're sharing what you've learned. You're giving people an invitation and awareness to say, "Look, you don't have to do this alone." So I want to ask you about working for good, of course. But I want to ask you about what you created in conscious capitalism and also in cause alliance marketing because there are so many people that are doing good work. You know, and as a matter of fact, I spent time, you know, at this expo with incredible people, groundbreaking innovation that have never done their, a, a great show. And so I was working with them just to help them in that arena. What can we say to those people that are starting up that, some of them don't even know where to begin to market. You know what I'm saying, Jeff? Right, right. Very well said. Well, first of all, your, your opening point there, Pat, which was you're not alone, is, is really essential. And I'll, I'll speak to conscious capitalism and cause alliance marketing in a second, both of which reflect that, it, that reality that you're not alone. Um, even in your journey, and as you've suggested, I'm paying forward and sharing my experience and insights so that people maybe don't have to go through exactly what I've gone through or they can accelerate their learning, right? Um, and, and you're sharing your wisdom about what you're doing with people so that they can maybe have a faster track to uh, a similar space. And that's, that's really beautiful. The other, the other thing, and one of the things that I suggest to people all the time is look for mentors, right? Look for mentors. Ask somebody who you respect and admire uh, for advice, for guidance. Um, for insight and surround yourself with others who share passion, a sense of purpose with compatible you know, skills and, and, and values that you can learn together with. Because really working, to, working for good is working for good together. Right? So that's first, just in principle. And then with respect to conscious capitalism, as you would imagine, I, I wouldn't presume for a second that I'm you know, I'm leading the way in conscious capitalism. There's a whole emerging movement um, with people like John Mackey, the co-founder and CEO of Whole Foods Market, and Kip Kendall, CEO of the Container Store, and Chip Conley of Joy de Vive Hotels, and, you know, countless others, uh, again, who are coming together, who are, you know, talking to each other and going, hey, we share a similar perspective on the power of business and the opportunity for business to really serve the greater good and, and for business to operate with a higher consciousness. Let's share our ideas. Let's share best practices. Let's support each other on the way 
so that we can create more and more and bigger and bigger conscious companies that we can transform capitalism and transform the way human beings, you know, live and work together on the planet. So, and when, when you'd like that, or if you'd like, I'll outline the three mm-hmm. basic principles of conscious capitalism. Would you like me to do that? Yes, absolutely. Okay, and these principles can be applied to a startup business, a nonprofit, a growing business, and even a large business. So it's harder to change, you know, the Titanic when it's on course, but it can be done. So the, the three basic principles of conscious capitalism or a conscious business, as we articulate them, first is purpose. Recognizing that every business has a purpose beyond return on investment. <clears throat> And it doesn't have to be to save the world, right? Uh, Southwest Airlines, for instance, has a purpose of democratizing the airways, making air travel available to everybody. That's a, that's a purpose, right? They're not charging for your luggage. <laughs> not charging for, not charging for the luggage. Well, if you think about it, that's consistent with their purpose. They have to have, you know, prices that make air travel accessible. So if you have exactly. A it then drives your decisions about other things. Um, Whole Foods, you know, purpose is to uh, bring the greatest quality, healthy food and other, you know, related uh, personal products to people so that they can live healthy lifestyles, right? That, that's the purpose, right? So that's the first thing. And that goes beyond return on investment. You know, there's, there, there are those, you know, traditional or conventional thinking is the purpose of business is to make money. Well, no, it's to provide a service, right? And if you provide a service well, then you'll make money. The second one, which is somewhat related to this, says that rather than being a tube, right, or a, that you put uh, inputs into and profit comes out the other end and that your sole focus, again, is on your shareholders, it recognizes business as a system, you can call it an ecosystem, of interrelated and interdependent stakeholders. The same way an ecosystem has plants and animals and insects and all those things that create a stable, healthy system, well, you have an ecosystem of stakeholders, which are your customers, your team members, your vendors, your investors, your communities and the environment that you do business in, for instance. And you look at all of them and you go, okay, how do we create value for all of them and facilitate a harmony of interests instead of a conflict of interests? And if you, if you do that, if you focus on all your stakeholders and create value for them, then they're organized around or supporting your purpose and they're connected to each other and you have a web of relationships that creates a very resilient business, right? So that's the second one. And then the third one is a certain kind of leadership and there's different ways of referring to it. It's conscious leadership or servant leadership or adaptive leadership, but it's the kind of leadership that focuses on that purpose and on delivering value to all the stakeholders and on infusing its system, whether, again, it's a business or a nonprofit or some other kind of organization, with that same kind of leadership spirit that we're here to serve the whole of Mm -hmm. our system rather than just serving ourselves. So that's the the model. Clearly, you can embody that any time and apply it to to your business. Um, I love what you're talking about because (laughs) I have to tell you, Jeff, and for those of you just tuning in, let me introduce you to Jeff Klein. First of all, the book that you're going to want to get is called Working for Good. And as a matter of fact, you can go to the website workingforgood.com and you will be able to download an incredible free ebook. So please, everyone, check it out. So making a difference while making a living, this is a conversation that Jeff and I are having. Jeff, I had an eye-opener, and I want to ask you about it as we begin to talk about the book as well. I had an eye-opener. I had always wanted to start a way to give back to people, and the language that gets used is nonprofit foundation, but I had some real misconceptions about what that meant. You know, an example very simply is, and I'll just share my ignorance right here on radio, is a nonprofit meant you don't make a profit. And so it's kind of like this, this, this thing that gets stuck in your mind. Well, I was introduced to the Foundation Network. Uh, and again, um, I've talked about them before. And they basically have taken all of the difficulty out of starting a foundation. But what I discovered as well is everything about a foundation or nonprofit 
is so different than what I thought. How did we get into this dilemma of what a foundation or a nonprofit is versus what it really is? Well, that that is a uh, that's an interesting question. I don't know if I can answer the question of how we got here. Um, that's right. I, I do know from I do know from my experience with nonprofits that there is a certain a kind of mentality and mindset that is uh, oriented towards call it poverty or lack, right? Mm-hmm. Nonprofit and the people who work in them often, except for the biggest ones, often uh, you know martyr themselves and you know make very little money and it's all about service. But it's not in service to your own health and well-being, necessarily, mm-hmm. which doesn't really work ultimately. It's not sustainable. Uh, it, at its core, a nonprofit and a for-profit have to share, oh, you know, most of the same DNA. And John Mackey really articulates this well. They really are the same thing. The only difference, at least in principle, is that a nonprofit, the profits do not go to any individuals. They are retained by the organization for, for the benefit of the collective, right, of, the, of society, whereas in a for-profit company, the profits can go to individuals. That's really the only difference. That's not the difference in how they operate. Most nonprofits don't operate like businesses, and we propose that a, that a for-profit and a not for the benefit of any individual or nonprofit should run exactly the same based on a purpose, based on serving stakeholders and with this conscious leadership, and you'll have a healthy, thriving organization. And a, and a, and a not-for-profit, ultimately, and as we're seeing more and more with many hybrids, needs to generate a profit, needs to be sustainable in itself um, at the same time as it's providing service. And the other thing I'll add is that businesses more and more are recognizing that they have a responsibility to provide service to society beyond that uh, of delivering products and services and providing jobs, etc. So there's a melding together of these uh, of these of, the, of these two different forms, right? Exactly. I am so excited to hear you say that because I've looked at what you've written, Jeff, and you know when we talk about this idea of working for good now. I'm not sure about your history, but I spent the first part of my career not even understand what working for good was. You know, I worked in a corporate environment where we had certain goals, and really the idea of working for good or even using the word good didn't come up very much. Um, But I'm very grateful for the turn that my life has taken. I wanted to ask you about your vision and your mission in helping people step in to this idea of working for good because honestly the timeliness of your message is absolutely incredible and yet I've been in conversation this weekend with a lot of people doing really cool good things that are scratching their heads and I will say this only once during the show because of the economy. How does all of that fit into the conversation, economy, working for good? You know, is it, are they opposite to each other? Do we have to have a great economy to be working for good? No, not, not in the least. Uh, working for good will build a great economy. And here, there, this is, you know, somewhat complex in that there's lots of elements at play here. One of the elements is that human beings aspire to good. I mean, it's, it's our basic nature, right? We want to be of service uh, to ourselves, to our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, and to our communities. It's built into our DNA and into our social history, right? Uh, the other thing, another element that comes to play here is what does it mean to be working for good? There are, uh, let's let's elements, hold that thought just for yeah, when we come back that. from break because that's right. a very cool conversation I want to have, and I want you to be on a roll and uninterrupted. We're going to take a short break, Jeff, if you don't mind. Let's go do that right now. Uh, You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. I have so waited to have this conversation with my very special guest, Jeff Klein, joining me here today, Working for Good is the book, Making a Difference While Making a Living, and we'll talk about why that is so important and what the opportunities are. How do you feel good? How do you do good? 
And how do we step out into the world and know that there is abundance for all? Conversation with Jeff Klein on the Dr. Pat Show. When we return from break, more information about us, go to drpatlive.com. We'll be right back with the show. Athletes, diabetics, moms, let me tell you about a new high-tech energy gel called Chocolate Number no. 9. Chocolate Number no. 9 is made with only organic agave and the finest dark roast Belgian cocos. Number 9 contains no refined sugar. Number 9 is a certified low glycemic index item, and best of all, Chocolate Number no. 9 simply tastes great. Find out more at chocolatenumber9.com or call 866-999-1909. That's 866-999-1909. Are you tired of the diet roller coaster? Tired of losing the weight only to gain it back again? Would you like to learn how to take the weight off once and for all? This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, where we help thousands of clients reach their goals and stay there. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That's 888-311-7157. Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub, Danielle Rama Hoffman, and world-renowned harpist Peter Sterling for a sacred sound journey to Egypt, February 2009. Picture yourself meditating to magical harp music inside the Great Pyramid, luxuriating on a Nile cruise, and exploring sacred temples in private visits for travel that expands your consciousness and opens your heart. Call 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. Do you love who and what you see in the mirror? Stop struggling with weight loss and learn to love who you are right now. 95% of dieters regain their weight within five years for a reason. They never truly learn to love their bodies. Visit BodyImageMastery.com to start your journey towards self-love and healing and get the results that you've always wanted. Call Laura Fenimore at 415-464-1234 or visit BodyImageMastery.com. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I'm so glad. I know I'm keeping everybody on the edge of their seats waiting for Jeff to answer that question. Oh, on the one side, do good work. On the other side, economy. You know, what have we come up with to hold us back? Workingforgood.com is the website. Please go to workingforgood.com and don't forget to look for the free download. It is an incredible ebook. You're going to hear about the 26 principles. And while you're at the website, make sure you get yourself a copy of the book, Working for Good, Making a Difference While Making a Living. Jeff Klein is my very special guest today and, of course, co-author of the book. He is going to take on the tough question right now. Can we do good? Can we embrace working for good if the economy may not be working for good? Jeff. Welcome to the show. <laughs> I saved that question lead. for you. <laughs> what a great lead. Well, my, my short answer is working for good is actually a recipe for doing well and thriving during any economy. And I'll, I'll, I'll continue to say there are two elements of working for good that uh, I address. One of them is what it is that we're doing, right? What it is that we're creating, the products and services. And you mentioned past at the uh, Green Expo that you're at, seeing incredible technologies that, are, that ah. address social, environmental issues principally. And certainly cleaning up the environment and changing the way we relate to the environment is a good thing, right? It's also something that creates great value for communities, individuals, and for society at all. And things that create great value ultimately uh, do well, right? as long as they're delivered in the right, with the right quality and sensitive to the marketplace. But you can you do well when you address a real need. The other aspect of working for good, and really the focus of my book, is how we're working together. Right? How do we treat ourselves? How do we treat each other? 
what are the real kind of relationships that we create between our collaborators, between a company and its other stakeholders, its customers, its, um, its team members, its investors, its vendors, etc. And what happens when we take this orientation of focusing on a deeper purpose, delivering service to society and to individuals, of treating our stakeholders with respect and really engaging them in a shared mission, we create a more stable, more vibrant company. And there's a book called Firms of Endearment, how world-class companies profit through passion and purpose. And in that book, they really identify a couple dozen companies, large companies, that operate essentially on these principles, and they are more successful than the the marketplace and the the um, S&P 500. Similarly, the Fortune or the um, best places to work is the organization that creates the Fortune 100 best places to work. The 100 best places to work outperform the market. When you treat people with respect, when you treat your stakeholders with respect, when you recognize that the driving purpose of your business is not profit but it's service, you create deeper relationships and a healthier company. And that, that has a positive effect in a good economy and a bad economy. When we, I could sit here and listen to you all day because I'm like trying to jump, not to jump out of my seat here for a minute, Jeff. Um, and the, yeah, the reason I'm trying to not to, to jump out of my seat is because I love what's happening right now. You know, yes, let's talk about the economy. Actually, let's not talk about the economy. Right. Let's take a minute and talk about the opportunity that is showing up right now for people. I love that my own journey was at the loss of a job after 25 years in corporate America, but I was going to, like, retire from this company, right? I got to look at a whole other world that, honestly, this girl from the box didn't even know existed, Jeff. What's happening today and the people that I met at this show and people all over the world right now, especially people like the people at the Foundation Network, innovative ideas, innovation at its finest, what I love about your message, you're going to help all of us understand how to take that innovation and make it successful. And success is being redefined. You know, we have a new definition, which we call exquisite success. I want to ask you, Jeff, what is, what are the top things that people should know right now if they've got a great idea to do good, if they're not really sure what direction to go, and how to stay encouraged? I mean, that's like a three-part question, but I know you can handle that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, what are the key things to do? Well, first of all is to continually cultivate yourself and cultivate your awareness and the skills of awareness because what happens is we tend to fall into unconscious patterns, whether it's fear or delusion. You know, these are things that, undermine our ability to persist in pursuit of realizing a vision, right? So understand yourself, see where your thoughts or your emotions are coming from, and don't let them rule you. This is number one, and it really is the most important uh, skill for, for me anyway, for working for good, because the awareness is the foundation of being able to embody your purpose and passion, be able to pursue it in a practical way, being able to see, you know, truth from fantasy, being able to connect with others in a genuine way. So, one, cultivate awareness so that you're not a slave to your the stories that your mind tells or the stories that your emotions want to tell. Exactly. <laughs> Secondly is connect with others and cultivate the skills you know, for connecting with others, which means really learn how to listen, right? Learn how to listen and be curious, right? Ask the right questions of the right people. And related, so related to this is find the right people. See people who are shining, right? See people like you, Dr. Pat, you know, who are who who made a shift and who are following their passion and who are manifesting, you know, the, the vision that they hold. And... At, you know, learn from them, learn from, read what they have to, to write, listen to them on the radio, 
to have conversations with with them if you can, and surround yourself with other people who are on a similar quest, right? Who are committed to working with purpose, who are committed to working consciously, and who are committed to doing good in the world, but who also are going to actually do something, right? Not dreamers, but people who are, you know, putting one foot in front of the other, who, who are taking the shovel and, you know, <laughs> digging the dirt. So who, you know, hold the vision, but who are also embodying it and doing the work. So that, that's what I'm doing. That's what I've, you know, always done, and it's the most uh, fulfilling. It's cultivate awareness, really learn how to connect and, and listen and be curious, and connect with people who share similar vision and passion and also the ability to, to do the work. Absolutely. Jeff Klein joining me here today, workingforgood.com is the website. When we come back, we're going to be taking what he just shared and talking about how it is that some people get to take their message out there and be very successful and others not quite sure how to go about it. How does marketing fit in? You know, is it really, can you say nonprofit foundation and marketing all in one sentence and feel good? We're going to ask Jeff about that when we come back. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. We'll be right back. Part of intimate conversations with women's health pioneer Dr. Christian Northrup and lifestyle expert Cheryl Richardson as they take your questions and discuss the pitfalls and pleasures of practicing good self-care. This all-day event will help you create a life of health and happiness. It features individual presentations by each author as well as a joint appearance. Join us in Boston on October 17th for an empowering event. Visit hayhouse.com for seats. Is it possible to change your physical destiny in just one hour without suffering or willpower? Cat James says yes. Hear what transformed Cat and others as you jumpstart your own freedom from the boot camp body and beauty myths with pioneering experts and real life stories. Cat will get you off the merry-go-round so you can get serious about self-transformation. Are you ready to be transformed? Catch the Cat James Show Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific on the Dr. Pat Show Network. Visit thecatjamesshow.com. Do you know how to live courageously? Have you mastered your own mind power to create abundance in every area of your life? With Dr. Joanne White's empowering seminars and books, you'll supercharge your own abilities. The success doc, author, speaker, life, and business coach will help you transform your life and exceed your expectations. Call 1-877-DOC-WHITE or visit docwhite.org to live your dreams right now. Are you feeling a little lost? Powerless to overcome your challenges? Dawn Stansfield is a compassionate healer and intuitive messenger who focuses on your self-empowerment by examining current day circumstances, whether they are past, present, or future. She offers practical tools to help you overcome difficult situations and move forward in your life path. For a private consultation, contact Dawn today at 425-453-8180 or visit dawnsvision.com. It's a fact. With Clarence, life is more beautiful, and so are you. If you love beauty, and let's face it, love is behind everything we do, then you'll love Clarence Beauty Products. I use Clarence, and people ask me all the time how I stay looking so young. I tell them it's love. But now you know my real secret. It's Clarence. They have a full line of highly effective beauty products containing the highest quality ingredients while respecting the environment. Who wouldn't love that? Visit the HealthyLife.net advertiser page and click on Clarence and make your life more beautiful, starting with you. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Jeff Klein, workingforgood.com or causealliancemarketing.com. This conversation right now that I want to have with Jeff is still about working for good. It's still about taking your ideas and bringing them into into action. You know, it's really, it's beyond anything that someone like me had ever imagined I'd be talking about. And yet I'm not just talking about it. I'm involved with launching, you know, a foundation for global empowerment. How does that happen? Well, thanks to people like Jeff Klein and, and the book that he's written, he's really demystified this whole idea about working for good. More importantly in this segment, 
I've been wanting to talk to him about this. Because working for good, setting up a nonprofit, having a foundation, doesn't mean that you don't operate like a business. It doesn't mean that you don't market. But what does any of that mean? Jeff, thank you for joining us today. Help us understand about working for good, doing it as a business, and the role that marketing could play. Great. Um, thank you, thank you uh, Dr. Pat. And I, I want to add to what you, you just said there, doing it as a business. You can be working for good in the context of a nonprofit, in the context of a for-profit business, as a solo entrepreneur, any, any form that you choose, you can still be working for good. It's not limited to uh, nonprofits. And with respect to the role of marketing, uh, you know, I've been doing marketing for, my goodness, like 30 years. I helped start a record company in the, in the, in the mid-80s called Private Music, managed uh, an artist named Yanni. I helped start a fitness program called Spinning. Uh, ran an organic seed company called Seeds of Change and a bunch of other things. And in every case, Marketing played a really key role in what I did and, and in the success of the, of the companies. And for me, I've always seen marketing as essentially a process of cultivating relationships, right? Relation, two-way relationships, real relationships between a company and its stakeholders, its customers and others. And that as part of that relationship, there are transactions. You build trust. You build relationship. People try what you have, your service or product. They like it. They trust you. They buy it. They have a good experience, and they continue to do so, right? So it's not about trying to get somebody to buy, but it's building a, an authentic relationship wherein somebody then wants to buy, right? Because you're providing something that they want. Uh, it serves, and they, care, they trust you. So that really is the essence of marketing. Unfortunately, you know, marketing has this connotation of, of a company trying to force someone to buy something. And too often, that is the, the way it works, you know, market, marketing as hard sales. But if we look at marketing as, you know, a membrane, that is the membrane between the, the, the inner world of the company and the outer world of its, you know, customers and other stakeholders, and it's a permeable membrane. It goes back and forth, right? It, it represents who we are, and it also invites people. People can see who we are. So that's just the starting point. If we look at it like that, then, of course, marketing makes sense. If marketing is the skin, you need skin to have a, a, a body with integrity, right? Exactly. You need to exactly. hold you together and reflect who you are. Exactly. And one of the misconceptions, I think, and, and Jeff, I'd like you to talk about this, is because I certainly had the misconception, um, you know, we are launching uh, Dr. Pat's Global Empowerment Foundation. We're very excited about it and very excited about some of the platforms we're already discussing. But one of the things that I was completely out of whack about was that I could actually work with this foundation as a business, which means that I could actually have some of the funding to represent, you know, marketing, so to speak. And I think we have to learn so much from you about how we can very easily take our ideas, enact them, and ask people to join us in collaborative ways to be successful. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's a, thank you for that, uh, that, that comment and that question, uh, Pat. You know, my business is called Cause Alliance Marketing, and what that stands for is recognizing that to address pressing social and environmental issues, no single entity is going to do it alone. No non single nonprofit, no government agency, no single company. It takes an alliance, right, to address these issues. One of the ways, well, and I'll add this. The cause itself needs marketing, and by marketing means it needs a voice. It needs to project what it is. It needs to tell its story and to invite people in, people and organizations in, to collaborate to address it. So when I look at any issue, you know, empowerment, okay, this is the voice of empowerment, or, and of Dr. Pat, you know, Global Empowerment Foundation saying, 
we have a there is a call, there is a need on the planet. There are people who are who are stuck, who are put down, who have never been told, who have never been supported to tap into their potential, to tap into their power, right? And what you're saying is let us come together to turn on the switch here. And so that campaign, right, that campaign of your foundation needs to call out and say, to, to project the story of the issue and to invite people and organizations to collaborate to turn on the switch, right? So that's the one level of marketing for your cause, right? The second, if I'll give you one other one here. Please. Because recognizing the, the beauty of the marketplace, right, one of the most beautiful things about the marketplace is that it really creates it, it, it creates value for all, right? It's an exchange. So you give me, I give you. We are both served and fed. So in the context of Cause Alliance marketing programs, everybody, all of the organizations, companies, nonprofits, individual talent, come together and say, we are going to serve this great cause of turning on the switch, right? But, in, yes. in, but we're not going to do it and we're not going to end up, you know, broke and poor and suffering because we're in service to this. We're going to all be served. Now, one, if we serve that big mission, we're served in some way. But also, I designed the programs in such a way that the individual organizations' needs and objectives are designed, are, are addressed through the program as well. That every company, every nonprofit has its other objectives other than that big mission that they that they share together. And you know, okay, how do you increase your membership? How do you increase sales in the context of this campaign? So there's uh, there's the marketing tied into the big campaign that supports each of the members of an alliance. Well, we're going to talk about that, Jeff, and much more when we come back. We're going to be taking an in-depth look at some of the people that Jeff knows that are working for good. We're going to be talking about what some of the practicality uh, of this might be for you. And most importantly, ready, set, go. Let's do it together. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Reach your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, maca magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit macaroot.com. That's M-A-C-A root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you tired or struggling to get to where you want to be in your life? Want some help getting to that next level? Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, personal growth expert and passionate champion of your complete success. I'm excited to give you powerful books, teas, and coaching to help you easily transform your life from the inside out. Now it's the time to make your life sing. Visit MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yoga Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yoga Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And a yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Jeff Klein joining us here today. Hey, get yourself a copy of Working for Good. Go to the website, workingforgood.com. 
please download the ebook. What you're going to find is you're going to find some incredible principles, things that you may think about, but perhaps principles that you don't necessarily build into your day. You know, what does audacity mean? How do you build that in? How does Jeff talk about commitment, collaboration, humility, idealism, love, patience, playfulness? Yes, even playfulness, because all of this is part of what his vision and mission is about. It's helping all of us understand that we can absolutely discover our work. And so many of you are asking, I don't know what to do next. I don't know. I know I'm being called to do something else. And that's what we're going to talk about in this next segment of the Dr. Pat Show. It's how do we put it all together, Jeff? How do we now take what we've talked about to demonstrate that people are actually doing exactly what you said in the book? And thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Dr. Pat. So, where do we go from here, huh? Yep. How do we put this together? Awareness, embodiment, connection, collaboration, integration. And who are some of the people that you're working with that are doing this? Right. Well, first of all, as you and I uh, talked about during the break, it, it, it really each one of us is called to, to create our own story, right, and to live yeah. our own story and to apply these principles and these practices so that our story is alive and unfolding and vibrant, as to use words that you uh, used at the opening of the show, and that we're not just sitting back and watching other people's stories, but that we're actively creating our own story. And, and to me, this is essential, coming back to your also your empowerment foundation and the work you do with empowerment. If we look to others as examples and models and inspiration, but that's important only to the extent that we use it as fuel for our own movement and empowerment. So most of, the most important thing I have to say is, you know, your story, every, every listener's story is the most important story, and that your job, as it were, is to keep turning the pages, right? Keep turning the pages. And the, the practices that I outline in the book, awareness, embodiment, connection, collaboration, and integration, and the sub-practices of the individual practices within that, you know, really meant to catalyze your story and your journey and open up, tap into what your purpose is, connect with other people who share vision with you, who share a commitment, and this is really, really essential, who share a commitment to supporting each other's growth and development in this context and finding the right thing to do in the right way to do it, right? And one of the things that I'm most excited about right now is the people that I'm working with and the uh, Conscious Capitalism Alliance, really the people that I'm working with in everything that I'm doing because we share an explicit commitment to learning together, growing together, becoming more conscious in and during our work and more effective at making things happen. And this, you know, this is this is essential. When you share the commitment to each other's growth and well-being, to uh, the thing that you're doing together, and to making a difference. Oh my God, getting out of bed is so easy. Staying in bed is the hard part. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I, I get excited about this, as you know, Doctor Pat. Um, another thing I'd like to add, in addition to the um, to the ebook, which is just a taste of the book, it's the principles. It really is. Yeah, it's a, the book really has more because it has the exercises and stories, and there's much more. But also, there are some exercises I've recorded some uh, ex some of the exercises in the book. I put on the website as well. If people want to, you know, get some practices to, even before they read the book, I invite them to go, uh, you know, go to the website. And, and download those exercises. You can listen to them. Uh, do you have another question, Pat? Because I, I got excited there, I must admit. <laughs> no, I'm very excited there because I really, you know, Jeff, one of the things that I wanted to get across today, and I think you've done it brilliantly, and I want to say that, is 
I can't tell you how many people, first of all, that I ran into this weekend that are saying to me, I know there's more for me to do. I just don't know how to get it together. And what you've done in this book and the website and everything you're putting together, it's helping, it's nudging us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's nudging us in the right direction. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. And, and, and uh, you know, I nudge myself all the time. I, yeah. surround, I, I surround myself with people who nudge me sometimes to kick me, you know. Because really, that's the key, is we've got to remind ourselves, we've got to associate ourselves with people who are nudging us, we've got to find the resources that support us bring our awareness and our ability to connect with other people and our ability to collaborate together, to, to bring those, those skills to the fore. And we keep doing that, and guess what? All of a sudden, we're surrounded by passionate, purposeful people pursuing a shared vision of doing something meaningful in a way that really serves, serves our heart, our soul, the work we're doing together and society. And that's really what it's about. I mean, business is nothing more or less than a bunch of people getting together to do something, right? It's a form of human social organization for a purpose, an explicit purpose. Let's recognize that and let's come together consciously and say, hey, how do we want to come together? How do we want to be with each other so that we're supporting each other and ourselves to flourish? And what do we want to do together to make a real difference in the world? What issue do we want to address? What social issue or environmental issue? So if we're addressing meaningful issues in ways, meaning working together in ways that really feed and serve our, our being, the outcomes are just beyond our, our wildest dreams. Well, I want to tell you, I love the idea about serving beyond our wildest dreams. You said something is so important. It is about the unfolding. Jeff Klein joining us here today. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, you're going to hear Jeff's personal message, that inspiration that hopefully will nudge, nudge you enough to take action. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.